0: So, uh, episode 13 uh, officially underway. Episode 13 has officially started. We are on air. Welcome back, everybody. It's great to see you. Great uh, to be back. So, yeah, no, we are back. And, uh, Mr. Mr. Colby, how has your week uh, treat, been treating you?
1: My week's been pretty good. Um, I had a take home test. I just finished it today. Take home exam worth 30% of my grade. Oh. So you know we we grinded that out we're that okay nice. um yeah so long weekend here i had broadcasting the women's soccer game it was cold as shit my hands are frozen working that camera but i imagine i did see your snapshot
0: i was like ooh, that is
1: uh that as is I, like cold as I, himalayan night right there as i texted you ty do you want do you want to tell the people the breaking news that you received from me over this weekend the breaking news oh yes uh this is about
0: the this is about the statistics right
1: no, oh no. we'll get to that though. They're oh, okay. We got some, st- but no. It, I, I hit the burn.
0: Oh uh, yes, guys, guys, listen, <laughs> listen. We, we, it's finally happened. Yeah, the end times are near. Mister Colby has stopped playing Fire Emblem. He just picked up a a controller.
1: I'm going to check my hours played. Stop is an exaggeration here. He has taken a hiatus. after 285 hours. Make it 290, I guess. But... 290 hours straight. Not not straight, like I promised I went to bed and did other things in that time period, but... I
0: know for a fact you didn't do it straight, surprisingly, but...
1: Yeah, so... We've hit yeah. the burn, and I have been bouncing back and forth between um, the, surprisingly, NES Online. i am playing some older games. You know, they're pretty fun. I'm having a good time. They keep me busy, and I'm back on the Odyssey grind, uh, as
2: you Odyssey. guys
1: voted for on Twitter. Um, Odyssey is super fun. I forgot how fun it was. It's a really good game. Yeah, when you actually come back to it after not
0: playing a platformer for a while, you realize how, how good of a game
1: Very, it. yes. Very good. Um, but... My weekend wasn't as eventful as yours, Tyler. Oh, you tell the people what you did this weekend.
0: I would like nothing more than to tell the people what I, I did over this weekend. So well,
1: Please go ahead. Over these past
0: two days, uh, I have been at a Pokemon Regionals tournament in Richmond, Virginia. Yes, you uh,
2: have.
0: I went with the Penn State Pokemon Society. There were about... Uh, I think like close to sixteen, seventeen people altogether.
1: That's a pretty good number.
0: Uh, we there were about a hundred people participating in the video game tournament because there was also TCG and stuff going on there. That's awesome. Uh, so we
1: made up a good percentage of the of the event. You didn't. We were, t- you didn't t- I told you to not tell me anything about it. I wanted you to save it all for this. So. Yeah, I will I, I will I will get into some detail now. Um the drive was about five hours.
0: There um, and back? Uh no, five hours there. Five oh, hours back. Shit. Yeah, but uh but it, it was a fun time. Uh all those guys in the club are really cool. Shout out to you guys if any of you actually watch the podcast. Listen. <laughs>
1: Listen. You said watch. But damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Yeah. All right theres our there's our week there's Tyler's weekly fuck up with we're moving
0: on anyway. so you know, we make it. Uh, I accidentally karate chop my the person I was sharing a bed with in the face <laughs> on accident. Uh, sorry, Chris. but uh, you know, then it, it's it's finally the first day of the event. We walk in. It's just a huge, big old room with tables just going all the way down. And uh, you know we go in, we register, we prepare our teams. And uh, you know once you once your team is in, you can't edit it at all. so you have to be prepared, mm-hmm. which is what we which is what the club and I have been doing.
1: For, disc- can you talk about what team you had? Or oh yeah, uh, so I had
0: I had my team help. I had my uh, the club help me out with uh, getting some of the Pokemon because I didn't have access to some of them. I had a Mer- I had a Mega Aerodactyl. A Groudon, Tapu Koko, Faramosa. Uh, uh,
1: this team was approved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's v, it's the VGC format. It it was it was all according to plan. Um,
1: what else did I have actually? You just banged out two legendaries just ever so casually.
0: Yeah, you're allowed to use two restricted Pokemon. Oh, I had a Mewtwo. Look, man, I. I, my team was a lot less if i went with my original team before my club mate stepped in and was like yo what the hell are you doing <laughs> I, I would i won 2 out of my 7 games hey for a debut and for my I first think. for my first ever debut tournament i will we'll take, take that two, uh, two, as yep. far as rankings go i hit a mighty 72 it's the 72nd place out, out of, out of
1: about of 100 and how uh, out of about 95 Listen, for a freshman and for your first-ever
0: tournament, I think I think that's a win. Yeah, I, I will honestly take that because I got an even better prize with this. Plush Meganium. The Meganium Plush. There were stands all along the left side of the building selling merch, and it was just a dream. Yeah, uh, that's... They were that's- all... Very expensive though. So
1: that's more so what I wanted to get into with this. um Obviously, it's really cool to have to play in the game and play in the tournament, and be a part of that. But like, what was it like to be like, especially with the build of sword and shield? What was it like to be like in a room that had like that atm- that atmosphere? Like everyone just loves this game and they're all like, and they're all united here because they have a, this this passion for Pokemon. It's something really cool when you think about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. um In some of my matches, because you sit
0: across uh, from your opponent, obviously. Uh, and you, you know, you can talk a little bit, you can talk for as much as you want, really, unless you're really taken seriously. Uh, I would, um, just crack <laughs> <about it. laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I was able to talk to some people. We met some Penn State Pokemon Club alumni there. Oh, like, wow. That's they pretty go to the, they go to these events. Uh, you know, there's a kid named Adam and Emily, uh, who we met up with there and they hung out with us for the rest of the night after the tournament. Uh, I got to talk with Adam. He was like. You know, he he was a really cool guy. He asked me how I like the club about Pokemon. We were both just talking about Sword and Shield because this is one of the last regionals, or at least it's going to be the last one I ever attend, which so, is also the first one
1: that will be on the DS. It's it's going to be Sword and Shield from now on. This out.
0: point, it's on. It's going to be on Switch. Uh, we that's very. Exciting. There's a possibility that the club might also attend a spring regional somewhere. Uh, if everything works out with Sword and Shield and if we all, you know, are able to make teams by then. But hopefully, yeah, no, it, there were a lot of people like there were there was a whole other like section for like Pokken and Pokemon Stadium. Like they had N64s set up. It was really cool. Um, yeah, they obviously had TCG. Uh, like I said, just, just a lot of merch, just a lot of really expensive merch. <laughs> I can, oh, I can oh hang on. I got I got
1: other merch actually. Get, give me a second. Yeah, sure. Um, but I guess like, the Tyler's weekend was pretty neat. I can't really top that. Um oh, he's back with with, with the right, merch. Yeah.
0: We got the other cool thing we got was this hat. Uh, Magic Carp and Wailord. Yeah. So summer. the current TCG Wailord, theme yeah. or the current trading card sort of promotional thing is like Pokemon team ups. Okay. So there are cards that have like two pokemon like there's an espion teaming up with a deoxys card and a latios Latias, and a gengar Mimikyu. um so i got the worst one
1: hey Just, it's something
0: i know it's something uh matches actually with the blue that i have on right now but yeah that looks uh, good yeah no it was it was really cool we also got like an exclusive pokemon card that was you know given mm-hmm. out at the regional Who uh we it? all we, it was called the um, the welder. It was it wasn't like anything crazy. Okay, it was nice. more of a su- it was more of a support card. But the TCG players were like begging us to like give them to them because apparently okay. they actually work really good in some decks. So they're like, please, we're like poor people begging on the street, just be, <laughs> just be please be charitable. So please I please have some kind of soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave it to them. They were very excited, but I, I gave it to them because I figured they would put it to better use than I would. But, oh, uh, but- yeah, no, it was just, I'm telling you, you would not think that playing Pokemon for six hours would be as exhausting as it is.
1: Oh, it's probably a lot of
0: thinking. Like, I was deadass, so tired, I almost didn't do the homework that I still had to do that weekend.
1: Oh, but yeah, I I, I actually scrambled this morning to do some homework that I put off all weekend. Ah, uh, very I, nice. As you know, it's No Shave November, so I did the thing you're not supposed to do, and I shaved, and I, I don't know why I was thinking of it, but I was coming down, and I'm like, wait, Weed wellness homework, so I run to my so I run to my room <laughs> with half of shaving cream, half like <laughs> shaving off, and like we did it homework. <laughs> oh my god! So you know, don't worry, that. You, don't worry. You definitely needed the shave. Like I'm pretty I, sure you'll be forgiven. You, dude, well, I was gonna, I was gonna go for it and like do the no shave November to see how it goes. And I was like fixing it up, like cleaning it up, and I pan slipped. Just <laughs> like, well, time to get rid of it all. Well,
0: hey, um, in my opinion, definitely an improvement. So. Oh, thank you.
1: Oh, and uh, one other thing. I started keeping a list of... So I'm writing down one thing per day that made me laugh the hardest. So... Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Oh. Am I about to... Um. No, I
1: don't... But, yeah, um, November 3rd was um the Boys Locker Room Sea Shanties video. That was the thing that made me laugh. Oh, uh, yeah, but you sent me that one. Yep, and uh, today was my good buddy Dylan... Woke up at two p.m. So he got to see he got to see a grand total of three hours of sunlight today. Oh no! What? What did he do? Why did he? I don't know. So but I don't know what he did. But <laughs> all I know is that he saw the sun for a grand total of three <laughs> hours. <laughs> Damn it! Daylight savings time. Ah, uh, yeah, it's awful.
0: But Tyler, are we ready to get into some news? Uh, I am ready to get into some news because you actually gave me
1: some exciting news earlier today. I did, but we we're going to get into that a little bit later. So, oh, okay. so save your excitement. All um, right. you got, I first want to talk about two things that I saw on Twitter on like Thursday that I wrote down. So I want to talk about it. Okay. We're going to get into Luigi's mansion. Cause there's some pretty polarizing stuff on that too. But uh, all right. I do want to start with this. Um, there was a report that came out and they're going to bring old 3ds games and canceled 3ds games to the switch.
0: Canceled 3DS games.
1: Yeah, I just saw that like just now. So apparently, that work. I don't know. It says report Nintendo wants to bring canceled 3DS games to Switch. Plans could include a canceled 3DS Fire Emblem game. Oh,
0: mm hmm. So, so here's the thing though would it be still 3DS quality?
1: No, they, 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 so that's, that's uh, something else. They said they wouldn't bring back games unless they had something completely new to offer. Cause they, they still want the Switch to be this icon and like revitalizing console. Like, it's yes, almost of like, course. Link's like Link's Awakening offered new things that the original Link's Awakening didn't offer. Like, so if they're going to make it bring a game back, it's going to be like that. All right. I'm just saying, like, graphics wise, would it be a 3DS game?
0: Or do you think they'd give it an give it an overhaul? I think they'd give it an overhaul. I think you would have to. I mean, hey, here's hoping. I'm hey, more content on the
1: Switch the better, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, also within the report, um, Switch Lite sold two million units in its first eleven days, so that's pretty good.
0: I was about to say that's good. Uh, this is con- obviously coming after I'm starting to kind of really see the um, the benefits of the Switch Lite and actually one of my clubmates actually bought one so i was able to hold it in my hands and uh
1: it's actually feels pretty good it's like
0: yeah if I, had def- the fun- if I had the funds i would buy it just to play pokemon on it
1: yeah that's the thing neither of us have the funds we're broke college kids
0: yeah no we, so, uh, we have this is why we're um spending our gamer money sp- uh sparingly
1: yeah you watched me pre-order sword and shield i pre ordered sword yesterday i'm very excited I was about to say, you have the a stop that's the, relatively close. The more close. ads I see on Twitter and Instagrams. the more excited I am for that game. I'm really, really excited for Sword and Shield. Yeah,
0: this, the hype is at an all-time high. Um, Sword and Shield spoilers
1: are everywhere. You can't... Um, you, that's why we're not talking about it on today's episode. Yeah, we'll get into Sword and Shield more so next week, because that'll be launch week. But Yeah, it's just be careful out there, troops. It's everywhere. Like, there are landmines
0: everywhere you go. Stay like, if you. Honestly, just stay off of social media for a stay while Stay
1: off the social 11 more days. You can make it just we can just do be, this. Just be careful, man. Also, what I wanted to touch upon is so remember I talked about how Mario Kart Tour was going to add a multiplayer mode. Yes, they are. But you okay. have to pay for it. Well, so that's me, hey, dog. Um, another so- reason to buy Pokemon or to uh, get Pokemon Masters instead. Yeah, I'm officially out on Mario Kart Tour. Um, they just, uh, <laughs> the tours that they have now, they make it so you have to buy the characters to do well in them. So I'm uh, completely out. No, thank you. Um, it was I mean, fun while it lasted. It was a good run. It was a good week. But it was a good week. <laughs> it was a good week that I actually enjoyed the game and looked forward to playing it 15 minutes before class every day. But right. nope, not now. We're done. Um, yeah, actually, Pokemon.
0: Uh, now that I'm on, now we're on the um, the topic of our respective uh, Nintendo mobile games. Mhm. Uh, Masters recently got an update. Uh, they released Caitlyn of the Unova of the Unova Elite Four, along with a little oh. story event. Sleepy girl. Uh, the sleepy girl with her Uniclus Yes. Um, and I believe they are set to release the next three chapters of the story. Um, soon in a few days, I believe. Oh, that's exciting! Uh, so,
1: game striving. Hopefully.
0: One of the box, uh, one of the box are, um characters will actually be playable in this game. After that,
1: yeah that that'd be that'd be something that'd just, be groundbreaking. That the would be person on the box or you can actually play as. That's I,
0: I know, right? We don't have any, but anyway, no. that's that.
1: <laughs> no, that, any that's any just a,
0: yeah, that that's just a slight, you know, just complaint. But all in all, I'm still enjoying it. It's a nice little like time killer. Uh, it's also a battery
1: killer. So <laughs> you see. Um, you see Mario on the. You see Mario on the cover of a game called Mario Odyssey, and you throw it in. Luigi's just falling out of the sky, fighting.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, some would say Luigi's the better brother. So, speaking of Luigi, speaking of, that was a perfect transition. I, perfect, God. Tyler, people
1: love Luigi's Mansion Three. they they're in love with it.
0: I have heard that. Yes,
1: so much so that it is the fastest and best opening week of any Switch game this year. Really, yeah, but it's actually not gonna, it's yeah, not going it's mean, not going to last
0: it's not going to last very long. Because, because Luigi's Mansion cool. has a very occult following.
1: Yeah, um, uh, it's a, it, it, gonna, it was a cult
0: a classic back back on the
1: GameCube, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, Game yeah, with GameCube. Luigi's Mansion. Um, Luigi's uh, Mansion, Dark Moon. Are kind of soured. Kind of a little bit I believe. Yeah, but this one definitely apparently neither of us got it because again we're broke and we're saving for Pokemon, but Yeah, we are kind of just I awesome. some streams I watched some videos the game looks the game looks really good. Yeah, I've seen
0: I've seen some streams and all the reviews I've seen are positive. So, I mean, hey, I am glad that the game's doing well. Uh, that's just another good Switch game
1: to add to the library. So, Absolutely, fastest-selling switch game of this year is going to get beat out in 11 days. But other than that, it can have its moment in the sun. Yeah, I was, um,
0: it can have its moment before it gets
1: completely overcasted. Opening sales are 140 percent higher than Dark Moon.
0: You know, and
1: that it, that doesn't even include, I don't that think that anybody digital sales. I don't think anybody is, um, is mad about that. It got to number, it got the high as number two on the UK charts, only lower than of course, call of duty modern warfare, uh, which yeah, that's expected. Um, yes, of course. So yeah, I saw a lot of people play this game. Um, I was really wondering if it would actually be worth 60 bucks. You know, that's, that's my big thing. as I've always gone over, but um, apparently, um, it is. So it's like a 17 to 20 hour game is what I saw. Um, like I said, it's the best, it's the best selling game this week and it it just, 17 hours.
0: That seems a little long.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely longer than I thought it would be. Um,
0: Like like it's good, but like it seems long for a Luigi's Mansion game. It does. The GameCube
1: was only like three to five hours. So, wow. Okay.
0: So maybe Um, there's a lot
1: more content than I thought. Definitely. Um, it has, it's very, (laughs) if you have seen any videos, you know, that's pretty charming with how just. Like goofy the animations are and how goofy luigi is and is d- that that ghost dog is adorable is it yeah the interactions between him egad and when at the end of the game when you save the toads and mario and oh mario. spoiler dog damn hey hey hey. <laughs> hey! sorry if you've had this game you haven't gotten this far yet but yeah the it's it's super cool its biggest criticism is that there's a lot of money but not a lot of things to spend it on like in-game like, currency, maybe. Yeah, in-game currency. You can collect mm-hmm. money, but it's not the only thing you can really spend on. is extra lives, huh? And I but, imagine it's not too challenging of a game. No, it's not that hard. It mm-hmm. doesn't look that hard, anyway. Although um, <laughs> Zero was having trouble with this one boss. It took him a half hour to beat a boss. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: hey, so, that's what happens when you put a Smash Bros. player in. Uh,
1: hey, that's a. I, it was fun. Um, but yeah, it was better than. It had a better opening than Ring Fit Adventure. If if anyone, wow! Who could have who could have
0: seen that coming?
1: And you know, I don't get it, but uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe it has been is number is number four on the UK charts. Like I'm not sure how that's possible. This year, uh, yes, still it's like been. It was six last week. It it went up. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe, um,
0: maybe this is in conjunction with like new Switch system sales because you imagine that's probably one of there's bundles for that game with the switch a lot of people a lot of people are putting their stock in the switch these days so maybe yeah. it's just a lot maybe it's just coinciding with a lot of maybe a spike in system sales but
1: mm. but yeah or, uh, people
0: love luigi's mansion and as they should i mean i'm i'm glad i'm glad that there are people who are able to enjoy that game and for fans of the original who got a worthy successor to it i feel it will be described as
1: yeah, if you did nothing on Halloween like myself, you could have, you could <laughs> you, you could have no know- life that game and got some major hours out of it. Uh, I saw people on Twitter, you know, they were loving it, so that's good. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three biggest Switch launch of twenty nineteen. That will that that title will get passed on.
0: Yeah, it just enjoy a while it lasts, gang. Yep. It's, um, All right, coming down to the wire, but yeah. Anyway, um, moving. On I actually to... have something that I want to talk about real quick. Oh, go ahead. We'll see. Um,
2: we're just uh, about another
0: sales but go ahead oh yeah the sales uh we'll go into that in a second um something happened just recently that uh it probably won't have much of an effect on you but for me it was fantastic um so do you know what blizzcon is yeah i'm aware okay so yeah that's just blizzard's game conference Mm -hmm. uh where they you know reveal all their plans basically it's like their version of e3 it's like their version of e3 yes so I don't know if you know this, but last year's E3, or sorry, last year's BlizzCon was not taken too too kindly by the fans. Okay. Uh there were a lot of there are a lot of hiccups, let's say, won't go into detail, but um basically this year just had a lot to um a lot of expectations to um shoot back up. Okay. Um and they released officially a trailer for Overwatch Two, really? Overwatch Two is a f- officially a thing that exists.
1: Wow, really? Overwatch Two uh, is a thing. It it's real. Like it's not a meme. This to is to connect not- this to Nintendo. Like Overwatch just came out. For the Overwatch
0: Switch. just came out on the Switch. Yeah. So they released Overwatch Two. It is now going to have a story mode mm. with like PVE elements. And here's the thing that's getting a lot of people interested or, or like talking about this is that it's basically just going to be, it's going to be connected with Overwatch 1. Like all the new heroes, they're going to add all the new characters, they're going to be added to Overwatch 1 as well. And you're going to be able to play with people from Overwatch 1 while playing Overwatch 2. Really? Bas- basically, they're adopting a no player left behind stance. Is that even a multiplayer? Uh, what do you mean? Like on the online? Yeah, like you'll like if you go into a competitive match of the regular old six v six Overwatch gameplay, you can have players from Overwatch two and Overwatch one. And if you're coming from Overwatch one, going over to Overwatch two, all of your cosmetics and stuff that you earned in the first game will carry over. Wow. Um.
1: It's so like a lot of smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people might not think that a story mode and all of the PVE content. Uh. Is worth sixty dollars, uh, presumably another sixty dollars. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be another sixty dollars. Yeah. If if the same game from before is having, um, getting the same content pretty much besides, of course, the single player aspects.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I think if it comes to Switch, obviously, because I, I'm hoping it comes to Switch or at least eventually, because I would honestly love a Overwatch story mode as a person who bought the game day one. Um. It would be fantastic to finally play a story mode um, on on my Switch, no less. And that way, I can finally have it with me instead of um, having it stuck at home. Because I, I fall, I fell out of Overwatch a little while ago. Um, it just—I uh, don't know. It was just uh, getting a little too crowded, I think. Uh, yeah. As far as like the uh, the content went. It was kind of like how ironically kind of how like Fortnite was kind of when I fell out of that there was just so just much just so an overwhelming amount of content and like constant events and things that it just felt a little overwhelming in my personal opinion, but I'm hoping that Overwatch Two does what Fortnite Two kind of did uh with me. It kind of went back to the basics um I don't know, it just kind of revitalized the the feeling that you had when you first played the game is what I'm trying to say. Um because with the Fortnite, you know, chapter 2 or whatever, whenever I when I played it with uh Nate uh and Trey, uh, it just kind of felt like you know, the those good old days from a few years ago uh when you were playing it yeah. for the first time. That that feeling, it's not you're obviously never going to replicate that feeling exactly. But you know the spark was there and i can really appreciate that i
1: think that's important in a video game i think if you can really feel something when you're playing it whether it's a spark or like if if you're able to like somehow develop an emotional connection with a video game you know the game's good
0: yeah so i 100 agree and i'm hoping praying that is what overwatch 2 will do when i do inevitably inevitably get it and if the cinematic trailer is anything to go off of because blizzard say what you will about them they know how to make a damn cinematic trailer colby this this trailer it it gave me so many chills like
1: you it was, texted me at rivals breath of the wild show we know that both breath of the wild's trailer holds a very special place in our hearts
0: yeah so for me personally being a fan of the original game who's played it for a good not for a good while um it was it was just incredible to see, um, just to see this come to fruition. And, yeah, um, definitely. Uh, that's just what I wanted to talk about. There were other things announced during BlizzCon, but that's the one thing that really um, connected with me. So I thought I'd talk about it because I've been I've been rewatching this trailer all day, <laughs> um, watching other people's reactions to it. It's just
1: you've been rewatching that trailer like I rewatched Breath of the Wild two trailer.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've been. It's so funny because we were just talking about how awesome the Breath of the Wild trailer was in our last episode. So Yeah, it is. It's pretty ironic, and I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like it it was pretty cool. So, yeah, we can move on to the uh, next little bit. All right,
1: as I say, do you have anything else before we get into the sales? I know you're very excited about this. No,
0: I was about to say we are finally at – we've been wanting this for a long time,
1: folks. Yes, they finally updated – they have finally updated the best-selling Switch games list. They have both Link's Awakening and Three Houses on this list now. All right, let, let's hear the numbers. Do you want which one do you want first? Uh
0: give me a, give me Link's Awakening first and then we'll build up to the big boy.
1: Link's Awakening for the Nintendo Switch as of today comes in at number 10, 3.13 million okay breaks the top 10 is in the top 10 we but we said the number was about two two and a half million it did well over that it did uh as we know the game until luigi's mansion was the fastest selling switch game in both the uk and i think japan too yeah i believe that is what yeah it was either that or three houses i think it i think it didn't not i think it did get above it um we both played Links awakening we both enjoyed Links awakening so i don't think it's I don't think either of us are surprised to see it at that number ten spot. I'm
0: super happy to see it there. Like I am
1: it is short of Mario Maker Two by eight hundred thousand.
0: That's that's a shame. But eight
1: hundred thousand we... Mario Maker Two. If my math's right, three point nine
0: three. So. Uh, well, you know what? Hey, not not. Uh, Not everything can be perfect, so... um,
1: Are are you finally coming to my side on this Super Mario Maker 2 bullshit? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to tell you, this game stinks. It's such a letdown. Tyler's like, no, wait, just give it some time. We gave it some time and nothing's been added. They just kicked that shit to the curb. I was about to...
0: Yeah, so, yep, I'm with you, but... um, I
1: feel feel bad. You
0: were so excited when that game got announced. I, I was excited. I made a few levels. I was pretty proud of them. I was hoping that I could, you know you know make some levels and then hopefully they'd add new things and I would be able to experiment with that but um no, yeah, I no. don't know the the charm died the charm died pretty quick
1: none of that none so of um
0: that. yeah no it's sad to see that didn't outpace Mario Maker even though I believe it should but hey top 10 is still top 10 so
1: hey, yeah definitely now i believe it is time i think you're going to be a little shocked by this just because of how much we love this game but
0: okay so so it's uh, i'm obviously going to be underwhelmed
1: okay so Fire Emblem Three Houses. I think we both enjoy this game more. This game is both in our top threes ever. Yes. Fire Emblem Three Houses comes in at number 14, 2.3 million. Now, I think there's a reason for this. I think that – listen, I have some Fire Emblem numbers here that i will get your host back up, but the reason that I think it's lower than Link's Awakening is just simply because of the brand itself. I think Fire Emblem hasn't been around that long enough – as Japan would say, in the West, in the States, in other places of the country, in other places in the world, um, I think Fire Emblem Three Houses is a revelation. I think it get I think it got people excited to look forward to that franchise, especially as the it. first console game in over a decade for that for that franchise. I think it did great things. It's my favorite game of all time. I know it's in top <laughs> top three. Yeah, that's right. Two point two nine million now compared to other Fire Emblem games, Tyler. I imagine it's the best
0: out of all of them correct it
1: is the best we're gonna go from it, it can't be to, it can't
0: even be a competition
1: no we're going from the lowest to highest okay um fire emblem echoes the game that came out before this didn't even get to four hundred thousand units jesus fire emblem warriors the game the crossover event of fire emblems lifetime yep, just uh, just got by one million units damn all right Fire Emblem Fates, Birthright, and Conquest came in at 1.84 million. Okay. Fire Emblem Awakening which... okay. How's all right? <laughs> There's Colby's <laughs> weekly fuck up weekly where he gets interrupted by his ringer. Yeah, hang. On. Let me turn that do not disturb shit back on. Okay, but anyway, Fire Emblem Awakening. Many re- regarded as many by probably the best Fire Emblem game. I think I don't think I didn't play it really. But- I believe it was really like the Renaissance for it was.
0: Fire at least the first, the first one, because arguably, three houses could also be called as the second one. But All right, this uh, is this kind of what revived the series, I, th- I think, from what I've heard. So continue, yeah.
1: Fire Emblem Awakening got one point seven nine million. So Fire Emblem Three Houses is by far and away the best selling Fire Emblem game ever. As it should be. As it should be. Um, now, granted, like, like again, Tyler and I—this uh, word's going around the Twitter world. We're boomers. We don't, we didn't, <laughs> play, we didn't play Fire Emblem games. This is both our first Fire Emblem game. Just as Links Awakening was our first ever traditional Zelda game. Well, mine, Tyler's Yours, second.
0: But, yeah.
1: um but no, two point two nine million. I think when you obviously when you look at that and you look at how well the game was received, fans like us, diehard fans, a little disappointed. But when you take into account that it's the best-selling game in that franchise, I think that leaves a lot of hope for the future
0: yeah i I agree um
1: and i think that number
0: okay so hang on here i just really hope that it doesn't uh hurt its game of the year chances in any way that that it was outsold by a lot of other games
1: it was but you see i think that the inter if we had to personally nominate a game in the nintendo i think i think i would I would nominate three houses way before I'd ever think about nominating *Links Awakening*. I think it's a better game.
2: Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Same here. So it would all kind of come down to the critics, I believe, yeah. because they're the main. Um, I believe they're the main source of judge yeah. uh, of judgment on the game awards. You know, the fans have some say, but
1: I don't think it's yeah. nearly as much. It's not as much. It's like ten percent or something like that. It's not much. But so, okay. So yeah. But I do want to raise this point. Okay. It's 260,000 behind Kirby Star Allies, which is thirteen, And it's 450,000 behind Mario Tennis Aces. That's just bad shit crazy to me. But not you, this, this, you know, game is, this game is getting DLC next year. Do you think it has any chance of beating Kirby or Mario Tennis Aces? Maybe Kirby, but not I don't think that the
0: DLC will bring in nearly that many people. Because I,
1: don't either. I think let's be honest.
0: It can get 13. This DLC is story based for some if you're someone who is new to Fire Emblem or new to this Fire Emblem and you didn't buy it already, you wouldn't know the story. So why would you care about the DLC?
1: It's a fair point, but still, if you're, but still, if you play through the story and you get hooked, that's just going to make people want. Yeah, to but that's that's already a sale number.
0: Like they're they're already there. That's not going to be a new sale number with the DLC coming out.
1: Do you think that like if people if like if friends don't have the game and they play the game at other people's and they play the DLC, do you think that can get them to buy the actual game itself?
0: It could, but I don't think that'll be nearly enough to actually like make a statistical difference. Yeah,
1: there, there'll be some. There won't be. 260 there
0: won't 000. be 260,000, yeah.
1: So, but if Fire Emblem 3000 can somehow get above Kirby just because of how well known Kirby that franchise is, I think that's a win. I think it's already a win 2.2 not 2.3 million, that's yeah. You know, series by a lot, so I think I, they, they should take a win on that one.
0: I think so too. I just really hope that they that that's good enough for the Nintendo execs to, you know, uh. Keep the ball rolling with this and make another. Oh no,
1: no, it is. I read. I trust me. I have read plenty of articles when I saw this number. They said that this is absolutely a win. That this game did better than they ever could have hoped. That the reception was fantastic. The president himself said that he was blown away by how well received this game was. So for the Fire Emblem franchise, we're good to go.
0: Okay, fantastic. Because I, I am already itching for a new installment. So
1: I'm already. I'm, I'm on. I am three days into my hiatus. We'll see how long that lasts. I was about to say, are you feeling the tingle yet? The uh, uh, no, actually, the I haven't. Is it there? The the freaking candle has been burnt to a crisp. <laughs> We're gonna have to buy a completely new one. But hey, you know, not
0: uh, another thing that could be uh, a possibility. This game is long, man. Not many people have that time. That's true. And obviously, the switch do, is, is trying to obviously, but the switch is trying to achieve the happy medium between casual. Uh, casual gamers and and you know long time gamers of course, so I feel like uh, you're you're losing a lot of the casual crowd in in Fire Emblem. I think absolutely, and if all not like you, you know it's just a very long it's a multiple hundred hour game. <laughs> well, not if you just play it once, but if you want to play through all the routes, uh, it's probably about a hundred hours.
1: Um, if you play all the routes, yeah. But uh, if, you really, I already, if you really take your time, I think it'll take you about 120 hours to beat all four routes. Yeah, because I'm sitting
0: at like 110-something, and I haven't even beaten That's the fourth route. Unique. Oh, wait, no, I haven't. There are five routes. No, there are three. There are four. four. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, there's four.
1: four. I keep... Eagles, yeah. Lions, Deer Church, four. I, I haven't played this game in a while. <laughs> and then just you by yourself. That's it. You, just, you fight everybody.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, four, I've played... Oh yeah, I guess I played only three routes. Never mind. Mm. I just didn't I just didn't do Black Eagles.
1: No, that was the first one I did, and I'm probably gonna have to redo it to get my appreciation back. But I'm not doing it because I don't want to kill Dimitri or Claude, so I don't want to have to
0: Yeah, run. that's that's definitely a that's definitely a a, a point, Doc. But uh, actually I, funny story. I,
1: I, I can't um, kill Edelgard as many times as I want. I can't
2: kill <laughs> or Claude.
0: I can't. Uh, obviously I told you that I got pretty much got my girlfriend hooked on Fire Emblem and that, that's basically the game that she's buying a switch for. Talk. See, see, that's the effect. But also, one of my clubmates uh, after the tournament busted out his switch and started playing Fire Emblem on the hotel TV. Oh, um, yeah. uh, there was another guy who didn't bring a switch who also had Fire Emblem. We were talking, um, and he, uh, he, I had to, He played through Golden Deer for as his first route. Um, but we were talking about Marianne's story. And uh, I had to break the news to him about what happens to her when you don't recruit her in another route. She either offs herself
1: or turns into a demonic beast. There were actual tears in his eyes, Colby. I think the latter. I don't think she kills herself. I think she turns into a demonic beast. I, I think she... No, I, I don't... I think she turns into a demonic beast. I mean, it, every that's everything is implied that she would. So, I mean, I don't think it'd take that dark of a route. Like, if the game's dark at times, I don't think it'd take that dark of her out. I, I, I think it... I think it might, but uh, also, hey, um, that's just me. Hey, on this reference list, yeah, what's up? Speaking of Luigi's Mansion, where, where what do you think? Let's throw a number out there for total sales of Luigi's Mansion Three. As of right now, does it beat or, Fire? Or, oh, as, of does, as okay, of, fine. Does it beat Fire Emblem? Does it get two point three? I think it beats Fire Emblem. I think it does too. Yeah. See. All right, well, so what are we capping it at? One I'm two switch. It. One two switch is eleventh. It's at three million do we cap it there i'm capping it at 2.8 2.8 million is the number to beat
0: luigi's mansion 3 (sighs) yeah that is that's where i'm capping it at personally
1: when we will when when sword and shield comes out we guess now sword and shield we both think it's going to be like top seven top six i'm i'm actually going to say like seven on the dot actually i think Okay, seven right now is Super Mario Party, 7.59 million. I think it can crush that. Oh, it can crush. It can destroy that. Pokemon is a... Two is six, at 9.28 million. I think it can Pokemon, be that. Yeah, Pokemon's a phenomena. Like, Pokemon, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, 11.28. I think it can be that. Jeez, you're giving it high. Breath of the Wild, 14.54. It cannot beat that.
0: It should not beat that.
1: We will not let it beat that. We Wait. will return our copy. <laughs> <laughs> we go on strike
0: against Absolutely. Pokemon.
1: Alright. So, um, if you've been listening to the show for a little bit now, you know that Tyler has. I'm gonna give all the credit to Tyler. He thought of this. He <laughs> created a segment that I really liked, and it's called The Meme Dream Teams. That is correct. Where we take we take sport teams and we just say like throw together your best team it can be anybody like anybody living dead cartoon character real person doesn't matter but um, they we're, were doing something different aren't we we are going to do something different we asked a lot, we asked people on many media platforms just simply who's your favorite video game character of all time who who is it this is a big gamer question. This so. is a big, big gamer question. So naturally, um, we actually got the probably the most amount of responses
0: we've ever gotten to yes. these. Um, these
1: do You want to start with ours, or do you want to do ours last?
0: Uh, I say we do ours last because I say we do like a we do we read off the sections here, give our thoughts a brief little thing on each one. Some of our favorites we probably won't be able to do all of them.
2: Okay, but um, since, we, you,
0: since we don't know a lot of them, ironically, but then I think we do like our top five. Our personal top five favorites, and then our favorites. Okay. Oh, so, our, I mean, so maybe our top, top three to keep it short, since we're at four. So our now.
1: top three favorites from the from the from the listeners list, and then we give our favorites. No,
0: I was thinking that we do or like, top
1: three characters for us.
0: Yeah, top three characters for okay. us. Yep. And then yep, just I like that. okay. So, do you want to start, or do you want me to start?
1: So how about we just go three and three? I have I have um thirteen here. I have twelve at okay. my disposal so if 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 I read off a character that's the same as yours, we'll just okay, okay, so the first response I got to this question was actually one I didn't expect to see uh master chief comes in at number one I right. have two master chiefs, master chief comes in number one halo um
2: I, master didn't play, chief. I didn't play
1: a lot of halo, but i would be I would be point out stupid if I didn't realize that he's one of the. Most recognizable characters in like shooter he's game probably history. Probably
0: the most iconic shooter character of all time.
1: Him and Captain Price probably are one and two. Uh, well,
0: yeah, that's another one I got. Yeah, uh, Captain but, Price
1: is on the list.
0: Yeah, I got Captain Price, but uh, we'll talk about uh, the Halo man for a second.
1: Okay, um, uh, Master Chief. Uh, I didn't. I, I've never really played Halo, but he's just me- kind of the embodiment of badassery. He's an icon.
0: Just. He's a straightforward soldier, but there's just, he's not, he's able to be a straightforward soldier, but not be generic, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, He didn't really have too much of a unique personality until Halo 4.
1: um, Yeah, I was about to say say that, you know, he's a lot like Link in the way that he doesn't really show how how he's a personality, but I know in the later games he does end up developing one. He
0: has a lot of um, epic, he has a lot of good one-liners, of course, as a lot of... More quiet protagonists tend to do, Um, but he uh, is—he's just very—you know—he's—he can just get—he just gets—he just gets—he just gets things done, you know. He gets shit done. He's—he's—he's the soldier. He's the soldier. He is the—the Spartan soldier. Yep, yep. Definitely an admirable pick. Understandable pick. Absolutely great character. Uh, If we had played Halo. Um, we'd probably be able to understand it more, but obviously we we we, uh, we respect the choice.
1: Okay. So, All right. So the second one, the second response I got. Now I think it's fair to say that we can put this character in Smash Bros. context. Okay. Go ahead. Sonic. Uh, and if I had to guess, it'd be from Brawl.
0: What a roller coaster
1: of it's a tired. character
0: of a journey this character has had.
1: Tyler, take the wheel. You're you're the Sonic guy.
0: The Sonic. All right. Well, let's see. Sonic was obviously in his prime in the uh, Nintendo versus Sega days. Uh, In probably up to uh, many people claim that Sonic and or Sonic Three and Knuckles and Sonic CD were probably the peak uh, of Sonic. Some people would claim that it's later with the 3D games like. Sonic Generations or Sonic Colors. Um, but Sonic has had a very uh, rocky ride as a as a, <laughs> as a a character.
1: I, I vividly remember you playing one game on the Wii for Sonic. Uh, Sonic and the Black Knight? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, see, that's an underrated gem in my opinion. But, you know, motion controls throws people off sometimes, so I understand why people don't like it. But as a kid, I just had fun swinging my rear remote around, running around the living room acting like I was cutting people up. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Sonic. It definitely has the nostalgia factor. If you, he's probably a character that a lot of us, uh, people our age, have played some of his games, or at least some of his earlier games, and have kind of seen him uh, grow and fall and grow a little bit more and fall a little bit more
1: uh, yeah, over he, the years. Him falling into Nintendo's lap was the best thing that could happen for him. You know, it is.
0: You know, Sonic Boom happened. That's he's had a lot of hiccups, but you know it's there's still a lot of memories attached to him so obviously i can understand where people would you know latch onto and him, make him their their favorite character so
1: i will you know, say this um considering that they redid his figure i'm kind of excited for the movie yeah they actually redid his design he looks he looks good
0: he does look good um and i am i'm going to i was going to see the movie anyway
1: yeah. um but you know now i'm thinking like hey maybe this actually will be it wants, something it will. listen i'm not expecting it to be like oscar winner 100 out of 100 oh like i'm like, pretty sure the plot will like
0: you know it's nothing going to be the right home about I just but it be, I, you just want it to be entertaining
1: that's what really i want awesome. it to be entertaining
0: i also want to see the slow devolution of dr eggman into the insane madman that he is oh, so because his design in the original trailer is just perfect fantastic Jim like Ken, right? he when he finally cool. puts on like the goggles and he has like the red coat and everything at the end oh and the mustache is so good. But um, all right,
1: um, yeah. Last one for you. Um, yeah. So then we'll bounce it over to you. Um, this one I'm guessing is a meme, but Steve, Steve from Minecraft. I also have Steve. <laughs> if this person is predicting a a Steve for Smash campaign, then by all means, good for you. Because probably yeah. App, no, let's make him a me, me sword fighter all right um but yeah there's, the not much, of Sands. there's not much to say about it because you are steve so whatever so i know minecraft is very sentimental and has a it's more at least many people's hearts but if you but i can see why he'd be on the list
0: yeah he's just a character who um just kind of um who extends is kind of an extension of the game itself like he's yeah. just a representation of that iconic game so you know people we, would we are steve we are steve all right, Tyler, let's read off some of yours. All right, I'll do some quick meme picks though. Uh just real quick because I think they're funny. Uh okay. some someone said Pac-Man. Uh
1: you know, just, just Again, cla- if I had if I, I had appreciation had to for the classics. If, again, if I had I guess if we're putting it in context like I guess the most recent ca- for our generation Smash Bros Pac-Man, but Pac-Man, it's a classic. Got to have respect for the classics. It is a classic. Uh
0: another one we have Sans.
1: Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: now that on, that honestly could be an honest pick um but i don't know for some reason i just have a feeling I think, it's you know sans is a very contrary to what the memes would have you believe sans is actually a very well developed character in honestly, i
1: think undertale's like is it fair to say undertale's the best indie game ever
0: minecraft was an indie
1: game Oh, well shit but <laughs> it's in the it top one of, it's one of the most it was one
0: of the most influential
1: indie games okay yeah but i think it's fair to say at this point in sans's life he's more recognized as a meme than he is an actual character
0: but yeah but honestly if you play undertale like especially the first time you play undertale sans yeah. has a fantastic personality and he's a lot deeper uh, than you would originally see on the surface which is true for most undertale characters but and he's in know, smash so that helps and play. he is now in smash which is Probably the best gift that God has ever and given. The echo case.
1: fighter is me, gunfighter.
0: Yeah, the echo fighter of me, gunfighter. So, um, and the last meme pick I have right here is the cooking mama, the cooking mama avatar. <laughs> that's,
1: that's a good one. It is a good one. That's a, that's a very good pick. Shout <laughs> yeah, out to whoever that one. That one's funny. Uh,
0: it, it was very good. Mama. <laughs> cooking mama, Oh, man. I actually never, I never played one of those games. I never have either. Apparently, from the people I asked, the people that I asked about it were like, yeah, that Cookie Mom was the shit. (laughs) Yeah, we must. So, hey, admirable pick, but uh, let's go through some serious ones. Uh, Not to say that those weren't serious, but just, you know... They're memes. Some of them. Now we have Captain Price. Okay. Uh, I don't really know anything about Captain Price.
1: Um, Captain Price... Modern Warfare legend. He's back I know I know he's a legend.
0: Uh I have played a little bit of Modern Warfare. I know he says stay frosty. Um I know that, <laughs> all you know about him? Yeah, that's all I know about him. Uh I know how the hell does Makarov know you? Yeah. I, I
1: that's Modern just, Warfare 3. That's where I know him from mainly.
0: Um I remember the tank scene where you were just laying down in ghillie suits as tanks rolled inches from your faces. Yeah. Um so you know I can some people say that Call of Duty: Modern Warfare was one of the last good Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I obviously think that it kind of ended with Black Ops 2 as far as like quality goes. Yeah. But Modern Warfare, the Modern Warfare series is definitely close to a lot of people's hearts and as price. Far, as
1: far as quality over show,
0: like Yeah, as 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 far as quality over show goes and as far as campaign quality goes Modern Warfare was just some of the... I think some of Call of Duty's prime, and I think a large part of that was the cast of characters. Uh, because in, the, in a generic military shooter like Call of Duty, you need those characters to kind of carry the story. And Price is certainly just just a badass, fantastic character, from what I know about him, anyway.
1: All right, yeah. Um, I think he's that last... That last um, mission in Mario Warfare Three, when you're going after Makarov and he kills Yuri, and then you yeah. take over, and then you take over Price, and yeah, it's a good one. It's a good way to end the game. These and then you just end the, again, the game ends with him. You know, I don't condone this, but he's lighting a cig. <laughs> a cig. He's like lighting a cig, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just just smoking it, and that's how it ends with Makarov dangling like a Christmas ornament. It's pretty interesting, but right. all right, um, uh, we have. I don't know if you know this character, Sly Cooper. I've heard of him. Don't know a ton
0: about he him. He is a PlayStation exclusive mascot. Yeah, I did know that. Uh, he is a raccoon thief. Um, uh,
2: he is Fox? a very charismatic. Like Swiper the raccoon.
0: Fox? No, it's not Swiper the Fox. But he is a pla- he's a platformer character. Uh, for the play- he's a PlayStation exclusive. Um I think he's had four games um so far. But I I never got to play as them, but or to play those games. But uh, through my, you know, watching of YouTube videos, I have come across people talking about him. So I know a little bit about him. Uh, and his games are pretty well received. And it's honestly a shame that we haven't had a new installment in a while. After looking at it, it seemed like a really fun game. But he just seems like you're, you know, cool, sly, snarky. Well, sly is kind of implied, but
1: obviously, (laughs) but
0: uh, yeah, no, I actually, I think that's a good pick. Uh, I didn't have the privilege of really playing his games growing up, but I can appreciate those who did have the chance. Uh, And then the last one that I have here, uh, I'll do some honorable mentions real quick because uh, we have some other ones. We have John Marston from Red Dead Redemption, which I've never played. We have Chanka from Rainbow Six uh lord tachanka i can get represent i can speak for that one uh isaac clark from dead space also never played uh and then we have ghost or soap from mm. obviously what we we're just talking about um so yeah and then the last one i have here is Geralt or gerald gerald from the witcher. witcher yeah
1: yeah, Witcher three. Um, we've talked about it here. It's somehow already the best Switch game in 2019, which is batshit crazy because that game came out in 2015. But we'll ignore that. It um, a, hey, it's a good game. People love it. Yep, uh, that game is really good. Um, obviously, and Gerald is just—he's just a badass.
0: Like he just. Oh
1: my god, dude! They're, yeah, they're having a Netflix series of The Witcher. That is.
0: I hope they make it good. They have to do it justice.
1: Yeah, I think I think I'll, I think I'll tune in a few times. Cause that game's that game's mm-hmm. awesome um yeah, but, okay which was also in monster hunter
0: uh there was a crossover which is pretty cool but yeah
1: all right that's do you a- have any more or is that all of them uh that's all for for the viewers submissions okay um i'll read uh, off. that oh then-
0: we are at 57 minutes so yeah so, let's go uh,
1: uh don't worry about it <laughs> okay um we, we get some interesting ones here um this one's very specific but i'm a big fan of how much detail they put into it um fifa 17 player of the month Hing meng sun He's a soccer player. Um, I'm guessing he got uh, there's this thing called Ultimate Team in all the EA games. He okay. So if your player has like a really good week or a really good month, they'll get a card. And typically the card is a better version of the previous card because there's base cards. Okay. So I'm guessing that Mr. Min Sun here, he must have <laughs> crushed it that month. He must have been scoring goals and taking ankles and doing things that soccer players do. I'm not, I'm not a soccer player. I'm not a soccer guy. But uh, um, I love that. That's a, that's really in debt. That's probably, that's probably a really good pick. I don't play FIFA. Um, yeah, me either. My brother and somebody else had the same answer. Lamar Jackson and Madden 20. Um, Jesus. What are these picks, guys? Madden, I've played Madden 20. Lamar Jackson is fucking broken. Um, <laughs> he is one of the only QBs ever in Madden history to have 90 speed. Above oh. 90. He's, he, he runs like a bat out of hell. He's crazy. Um, <laughs> these next two picks are – I talked to this person yesterday, and they, they're referring to the Lego versions. Uh, this one's a meme pick. She-Hulk. Oh, okay. She-Hulk, that's a meme pick. And the next one is uh, Spider-Man. This is Lego, that, remember, Lego Spider-Man. That's not a, it's not a video
0: uh, – where's that, where's that meme of like the, uh, the gauge where it's like <laughs> into the red – Yes, it's a the one that you sent run. me the um, American Dad meme. Mugsy like
1: Bogues from NBA Two K Twelve. Tyler, I'm, this is all I'm going to tell you about Mugsy Bogues. He was in the NBA. He was a five foot three point guard. How the oh. hell could it be fun to play with that guy? <laughs> well, hey,
0: you know, sometimes I have not. Never mind. I have nothing. Oh, yeah, no. Mugsy,
1: he was a hornet. He played for he played for my favorite team, the Charlotte Hornets. He sounded like he was the size of a hornet. Overrated. He stinks. Um. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Uh, okay. You're getting Next. a lot
1: of sports characters.
0: Yeah, we are. Um, that Justice, aren't even technically video yeah, games. Yeah, characters. Justice
1: Young from NBA 2K17. Um, Where are these coming from? <laughs> so, so, Justice Young's actually Michael B. Jordan's character in that game. They actually had Michael B. Jordan in the game. And oh. I'll say the same thing about him with Muggsy. He stinks. He's overrated. He's not good. If you if you and him like you if if you two like do like simultaneously, you help the team. You got you get this thing called orange juice and it's it's the most can yeah exactly it's the most cancer thing nba 2k has ever done that's saying a lot they've done a ton of things that are just awful including including continuing making the games but yeah that is (laughs) uh that's all i have to say about that um next I, i again like i asked them to put the game they want with it but they didn't so we're gonna put it in smash bros characters context again yoshi can kind of just do a synopsis it's it's yoshi i mean it's the yosh
0: he's, he's a, a cute, he's a cute ass dinosaur he attacks people with his unborn young what's what's not Mario can ride him
1: like he's cool
0: he's an odyssey too he's awesome in odyssey yeah no I, he yoshi's just an iconic character he's fantastic and
1: you know he started off as a mario character pretty much spawned his own franchise from there yep and um next and last one i had oh second to last one i have here then we sound special for the last one um oh boy we have funky kong mario kart Wii. see now that i can get behind
0: yeah good pick i like that one a lot yeah that's a good pick nostalgia pick just I don't know. Just I think just, it, I seeing, think Kyle,
1: just seeing him and Tyler and I appreciate everybody that you guys submitted, but I think why we're shaking our heads is because when we think of video game characters, we think of characters with a story. But yes, then it, believe I, me, we are about
0: to get into that. I say we just do for future, like for future, as in a few minutes from now. Let's just do our top characters. Let's not even do a top three. Just go right into our top characters because okay. I feel like we're both going to talk for a little bit about them. So. All right. What's the so, last character? You said you had something special.
1: Um. All right. Here we go. So we are about to have our first ever guest on the show. I am oh call- my God! Is he here? I'm. Yep. I'm calling him right now. Oh God! We're on the one hour mark. That's fine. Mr. Paisley. Hello. Oh. What's up, buddy? You're on. Not
2: much. How's it going?
1: It's going good. Tyler and I are both here. Yep. Hey. What's up? What's up, dude? Hey. How's it
2: going, Tyler? Long time no see. <laughs>
1: All right, um, we just got done reading off. We saved yours for last we We just got done reading off everybody's favorite video game character. Um, we're about to get into yours. <laughs> Tyler doesn't even know who it is yeah um, I, this is all a surprise to me, so please all right um, so I will give some I will give some background here, and then we'll let Nate talk about why he picked this said character um Tyler his character is Kenny Kawaguchi someone put that down on mine. <laughs> So so that wasn't you, too, was it? No,
2: that was also
1: me. That was also oh, that, me. that was you. Oh. So Kenny Kawaguchi <laughs> is a baseball player, but he's not any ordinary baseball player, Tyler. Do you want to lie? <laughs> In a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> his nickname is The K-Man. His birthday is November 20th. He is a family. <laughs> Vicky is his sister, and he is a mom and dad. His friend's name is Khan, and he is no longer active. He is very discontinued. Um, Why does he have such an in-depth... Like backstory. He has a fandom. He has a wiki page. Um, oh my God. His first appearance was in Backyard Baseball 1997, and his last appearance, his, his, um, his farewell tour, was in Backyard Hockey 2005.
0: Nate, Man, now now I, you're, I, my curiosity has been piqued. Please explain <laughs> where this is coming from.
2: Okay. So, I mean, I feel like we all... Have you not played the uh, Backyard Baseball and backyard football, and all the other backyard games in your life? I, I have, yes. Tyler? Yeah. I have.
1: No,
0: not... I know he has, but I haven't.
2: No, okay, so I grew up with those games. Um, those games are probably my childhood. Um, Kenny Calagucci is probably one of the best players in backyard sports history. <laughs>
0: how the sport hell sport. is that possible? You didn't <laughs> yeah. How is that, a, how is that a thing? Okay.
2: Listen to me on this.
1: Okay, I'm, oh, I'm all
2: is in a wheelchair. Therefore, they boost all of these stats that they physically can.
1: He's a 99 except for everything in walking. Basically. Oh, oh my god, he can't even slide the bases. He can't steal any bases.
2: My favorite stat from Kenny Kawaguchi has to be backyard basketball. Backyard <laughs> basketball, Let's get guy basketball. basketball. <laughs> This guy's automatic from three-point range. He has, I'm looking at his stat card right now. His outside shooting is maxed out. The dude doesn't miss.
1: Makes Curry shake every time he walks by him. Or I guess, or I guess rolls exactly. by him. Well, if someone gets in his face, how does he even... Oh
0: my god.
2: And just looking at this basketball stat card, it reminds me a lot of Colby. First of all, his nickname's K-Man.
1: Oh no. He's got me there.
2: Second of all, doesn't play defense. <laughs> On defense?
1: Listen, Kenny has the excuse of being in a fucking wheelchair.
2: I just didn't care. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Colby has the same vertical as this guy. Get the hell out of <laughs> His inside shooting is a three out of ten. We all know Colby doesn't
1: go in <laughs> Bro, if you need me, like, if I swear to God, if Kenny came rolling up in my paint, I'd send his shit to the fifth row. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm crying. I would hope so. But yes. Kenny Kawaguchi is probably one of the best players. Everybody talks about Pablo Sanchez. If you don't know who Pablo Sanchez is, there's something wrong with
1: you. No, that didn't.
2: guy's a legend. But nobody talks about the under the radar best player in backyard sports history, Kenny Kawaguchi.
1: What I'm getting at is, is that Kenny Kawaguchi is the best athlete who can't use his legs. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. He's the anti Usain Bolt. So, how the hell is this guy so what happens he makes contact with the ball to give him a base <laughs> uh,
2: basically how, how does nice he get around the bases high, actually, looking at his does he haul ass in the he dirt like very, his actually some decent quick mix. he literally has wheels
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> once you get that momentum up it you're not gonna
1: stop him he'll run your ass down <laughs> what what, what position does he play in the field catcher I don't know he better play catcher um, for i mean base. you can play him
2: anywhere really
1: but no you can't he, he's yeah, an everywhere kind of guy shots, yeah. you, you yeah. cannot put him at Center field, center field has to be defense, your fastest he's
2: a defensive
1: player. liability he's a dh <laughs> designated <laughs> hitter <laughs> so what wow. do you think what do you think his best sport is basketball
2: i would say so
1: that's what i used him the most and didn't use him in football Dude's worthless
2: in football <laughs> oh yeah he's center he just snapped the ball to him. Can't block <laughs> hockey. shit. hockey I mean, that just doesn't sound like a good idea. But <laughs> basketball—that's a sport. Do
1: you imagine someone fucking body checking Kenny Kawaguchi against the falls <laughs> out of his wheelchair and like, oh my god, we have to stop the game? He just dies.
2: <laughs> this guy in basketball playing it on the game—the uh, Game Boy Advance. Damn. The screen is probably
1: the size. The of, Game Boy Advance screen uh, is like the size of an. Size of your phone
2: screen. Yeah, it's like the
1: size of his phone screen exactly.
2: This guy was great. It was great. Great memories with oh
1: that guy. So he's your he's your favorite character he's ever. Your favorite video game yes. character. I
2: have a couple other ones maybe that I could bring up here. I don't know. Do you just maybe,
1: want? Maybe you, don't, ones, you don't have to go in I, depth. Don't know who
2: I'll, I don't know who you guys brought up yet, but. Anybody off of Super Monkey Ball? I don't know if you guys played no. Super Monkey
1: Ball. Nobody, no, nobody, nobody mentioned Super Monkey Ball. It's another no, just, nobody mentioned
2: Super, I thought that would be one that nobody would mention. Nobody, so nobody to
1: plays. The, Nate, you, I can't tell you how many 2K characters we got, and I just keeled over and died. Seriously? So, <laughs> somebody, some, so here's the 2K. We got Muggsy Bogues. I don't know how the hell they made the team. Um, Justice Young from 2K17. Oh, that's a horrible one. <laughs> um, who else was on there? Lamar Jackson was on there from Madden 20. Uh, i can understand fair, that one um but yeah we got a lot of sport people gosh, specifically um, 2k so unfortunately so very unfortunate
2: yeah i've always been a big monkey ball guy between you know i i gone gone Gon, baby i don't know what the other girl's name you're sp-
0: is you're speaking spanish to me man i have no idea what any of those words mean <laughs> obviously i've played super monkey ball before but
2: you know
1: just little dudes in balls, and you run around,
2: and I don't know, That's, it's like
1: a Do you want to rephrase mm. that, my friend? I mean, no. Yeah, good, okay, fine. I I
2: yeah, re- yeah, okay, fair I
1: enough, yeah, yeah. All right, right. um, la, not- la, uh, Tyler, do you have any last questions? I have one more, but uh, I... To our first-ever guest. I, I have no... It's
0: not our first-ever guest.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Oh, yeah, it's true. Second, one, you're, you're our second guest. Tyler's roommate made an appearance. Oh, you are our longest tenured guest though. You, this, yeah, is you, old, you this, is, this is our longest. Uh, poem, all right. Um, well. I have two, yeah, no, I have no questions. Um, I have two questions. Um, how did the, how'd the, uh, your, how'd the game go? Oh my God. Uh, did you get hurt? Did lost. you pull a
2: hammy? Uh, no, but we also lost very badly. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great team. wasn't a great, uh, week, uh, after a three touchdown performance and a two touchdown performance for you boy. Uh, team only scored one touchdown it was an offensive struggle and
1: And, um offensive struggles last questions we'll we'll bring it back to video games here um who's your favorite character to use in a game we've played a lot with the boys super strikers
2: oh um i think you know this but we'll say it for the listeners you're not home but um dynamic duo luigi (laughs) with the hammer bros those hammer uh-huh. bros cannot be stopped. <laughs> they just, you pull up from the corner of like right when you get past half field and you're allowed to shoot, you pull up from right there in the corner, Money. And they bend it right around the goalie every time. That croc, guaranteed. It croc, looks dude. like a bad shot. Colby looked at me weird the first time I did it. <laughs> it. was a high percentage shot. That
1: croc never sees it. He never sees it coming. He, he's late nope. every single time. I
2: oh, goalie. doesn't matter who you're playing. It works every
1: time. All right, buddy. We appreciate we appreciate you coming on. Um, real quick, um, Sean Clifford, stat line. Just run it off, off <laughs> top of your head for Minnesota.
2: This, week, Minnesota. Yeah, this, this game is going to be a rough one for me because I don't think I'm going to get to watch that much of it. Um, but uh, I want to say I think he's going to have a big game this week. Um, noon kickoff. I don't think the weather's going to be bad or anything. Very favorable for a passer like him. Um, I haven't heard too, too much great about the Michigan, the Minnesota defense. I haven't heard much about Minnesota actually. So I'm going to go with, I think we established the run game. So I don't think Sean has to pass too much. I hope um, I'm going to say less than 20 attempts for him this week. Um, I'll go, uh, 13 for 18, um,
1: with, um, uh, We'll say two TDs. I think the run game is going to be big this week, but Sean's still going to have a—he's going to have a good enough day, a good enough day for the team to get the win. All right, so so a system performance will get the job done.
2: Consistent performance that will get the job done. Put us at nine and zero, uh, and we'll head into the uh, Buckeyes and see if he can run
1: away from uh, that great defensive line up there in uh, Columbus. All right, Nate, we appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, thanks, yeah, for, thanks having- for coming on. Yep, see you later. Sam. Sure. All right. There you have it. Kenny Kawaguchi, the wheelchair
0: legend. I'm not going to lie. I feel a lot more enlightened uh, after that <laughs> call than before it.
1: No, I feel a lot more disheartened that he compared me to a kid in a wheelchair.
0: <laughs> hey, any anything for the content, you know? Uh, yeah. The only thing we've. All right. We've so <laughs> I believe now would be an appropriate time. An hour and 12 minutes into this podcast episode. An
1: hour, an hour and eight. Yeah, look at the recording time. I see. Oh,
0: oh, sorry, sorry. I can't see the recording time. I, hour about an hour, and eight, So okay. Well, then we're actually we're actually pretty we're actually looking all right now. Um, yeah. I say it is finally time for us, for you and I, my friend, to get into our favorite game characters of all time. Okay. Would you like to go first? I will give you the reins.
1: I, I like to go first. Um, you would like to? Okay. 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 Doors, so doors. for. For about two years, my favorite video game character of all time was Mipha from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved her arc. I loved her story. As tragic as the story was, I think I think her story single handedly added another element to that game. Right. Yeah, I, I really loved her as a character. Um, she was my favorite. She's my favorite champion. She was my favorite champion. Ballad story. Uh, I agree. Yep. yep. That she was my favorite. And then. Um, and then a game came out on July 26th of this past year, and, and a certain and we and we started, uh, started playing it. You know, I played the Black Eagles; it was fun. Tyler, I I told Tyler that he's going to want to play Black Eagles. Tyler told me to fuck off, and he's like, you know what, this Claude guy, he seemed pretty legit. We're going to roll with him. Tyler told me that he loved the this Golden Deer arc; he loved the story, he loved Claude, and I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to go with Claude this time around. I haven't been able to get off the Claude since. since. Um, the, the
0: Golden Deer hype train.
1: Claude Von Regan from Fire Emblem Three Houses is my favorite Regan character of all time. Um, it helps that his voice actor liked my tweet. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Joe jo, jo, Yeah, I was about to say, this is a perfect time to plug Joe Come on the pod. You're, you're Please. Really my, you're my favorite, my favorite character of all time, man. Like, come on.
0: Please come on the podcast. on
1: the pod. But anyway... Yeah. Claude, I think, is just, you know, he, so he sucks you in right away with his personality. Like, he's, he's sarcastic. He's, he's charming. He's, he's really funny. He makes the game lighthearted. He comes out and says, look, my house is full of dumbasses, but we're fun. So, Absolutely. Uh, we did.
0: I feel like it was actually a really early episode of the podcast that we went in depth. We both went in depth on why we love Claude.
1: Yeah, we did. Um, might have been episode one, which is the fire room episode, which is our to most, most view, most played episode. But it was just most viewed episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, then the then you see like then he starts to form into like okay, this he's really curious about the relics. He's really curious about obviously you because you wield the power of a god, even though he doesn't know it yet. He he's, wants he, answers. He wants answers. He's he he knows that something's up right from the beginning. So he's obviously really smart. Then, then the time skip happens and now now Claude goes from being, he's listen, no, this, I'm going to come out and say, he's a good looking guy before the time, skip. <laughs> after the time skip, he's just, a, he's a Chad as people, he's call. a Chad, he's a Chad. Like, the just, Chad Claude. Yeah. Like put a ring on it. He looks, he just looks incredible. He's got that chin strap beard. He's got the perfect green eyes. He's got the perfect complexion, perfect tan, like, He's, he's a good looking character. Um, he just. Professor, just love, you, you husband that man up right now. Oh, hell yes. Um, but I love everything about him. I think that he adds a different, like I said with Mifa, he adds a different element to that game. You know, early on people were really hammering the black Eagle house, but I think it's pretty unanimous now that people love the golden deer house.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm it's pretty sure lions. It is between them and blue lions. Now that people have had time for their stories to simmer Mhm. Uh, it is definitely between those two, uh, from what I've seen on on my social media escapades.
1: Yeah, and you can't even begin to deny that the sole reason that people are sucked in the Golden Deer is because of Claude, and, and we can we can never forget. Shall we dance? a <laughs> great meme. Uh, he has, I think, he has my favorite um, before battle line at the ready. He has my favorite line in the game when. He has my favorite line in the game, Bastard. when he says, when, he, when you're fighting Adelard in the palace... Your
2: ...ideals. I understand they're not so far removed from my own.
1: But without sufficient knowledge of this land's suffering, I can't entrust Fodlin to you.
2: Perhaps. I dare say it's true that I don't fully understand the history of Fodlin. Still, I've seen many things in my life. Don't worry.
1: I'll finish the job for you. <sighs> That's just... Damn. Just right to the point, and then typically, what happens with me is you get that crit and use enable oh. guard's life. But we, I didn't even talk about his abilities on the battlefield. They were quite good. Is is he the best unit in the game? You're gonna put him over Dimitri? I'm
2: gonna, gonna put, put him over a-
1: the. Cr- You're gonna put him over the crit machine. I'm gonna Dimitri? put him over. I'm gonna put him over the good guy, Dimitri. Chapters chapters uh 13 through 17 dimitri uh i don't know if i can put him over that
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no. i don't know if i can put any i don't know if i can put any character from any game over that dimitri, kratos get the hell out of here dimitri would kill him, <laughs> kill him.
0: yeah Evil dimitri,
1: um, kratos think it's a fair fight
0: let's just say claude is an essential member of any of the golden deer house Top not three. only because it okay. not only because he's his house leader he's probably the strongest person he's probably the strongest unit of that house
1: Oh, definitely. Well, when you me. have Balanaz? He's, he's top three unit for sure. Um, I think he has he has the best um, unique class. Oh, yeah.
0: No, Barbarossa, was it?
1: Barbarossa, yeah, that's by far the best. That's
0: White Dragon it. Wyvern Rider? Yeah, with please. The golden, with the golden and red armor. Please. please like, I was about to say, because he, he has the best got, armor. Now he's got the movement, now he's got the range.
1: Yep. And, and, and like,
0: Valnot, he's got the he's got the killing potential. His That's only
1: just, weakness his only weakness is like magic, but you would never use him for magic. So
0: Yeah, you keep him at additions. He'd he'd kill the mages before they even had a chance to kill him.
1: Yeah, so I mean I love Claude. I love everything about him. I love Dimitri too. I just love Claude more. You know, he checks all the boxes for me. He's my favorite character in my favorite game. So right. that about does it. Just like how Mifa was my favorite character at the time, my favorite game. So but yeah, if I had to do my top three, it would probably be Claude at one mifa at two and um hmm, number three this is tough this was I'd, a tough list
0: or this was a I tough
1: decision never, i never thought of my favorite viewing character for number three uh, i'm gonna have to go with huh I, I can't think of it. i'll have to come back to it but you can go you've you can the floor is yours now okay
0: so yeah colby and i were we sent some texts back and forth before the, or earlier on in the day before we started recording, talking about this segment and what we wanted to do with it. Um, and uh, he he asked me to pick some people who I had in the running uh, because I was having some great trouble trying to think of it.
1: This was tw- Tyler. said twenty four hours to think about this and formulate a proper answer.
0: Yeah, so I think I I think I know. I was going back and forth. I had Dimitri in there. I had. Uh, Link in there, I had Asriel from Undertale in there, Um, and I was tempted to even go for like an Overwatch character because of how emotional I was feeling because of that (laughs) Overwatch 2 reveal, but in the end I decided against it, in favor, because I had recently started playing this game again, and I wanted to go back and watch uh, some stuff on YouTube about this character, like uh, some of the cutscenes that he was in, some of the scenes that he was in. Just to really see if I remembered him correctly. And it only made me uh, remember how much the love I had for this character. And that would be Grovile from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Now you no. don't... I might have to do some explaining because you don't, you don't know much about this character. No. You don't know much about this game.
2: So,
1: also, also no.
0: <laughs> so this will be... A, I will do my best to try and explain it to you go ahead so uh spoilers for anybody who hasn't played this many year old game
1: yeah, please
0: uh, but um, Grovile is set up earlier in the game to be basically the primary antagonist there there are a lot of twists and turns in this story, but in the very early stages, he is set up to be the main prote- um, antagonist He is the I have the my, one I have my is-
1: third favorite by the way, but. Oh okay. I'll I'll let you
0: say it once.
1: Yeah, uh, you, know, you finish now I'll say it. Okay. We'll we'll each have a top three.
0: So yeah, Grovile is stealing these time gears. Uh basically they're these literal gears that control the flow of time in certain regions of the world. Okay. They're usually found in, in secluded and hidden areas uh in the world. Um and for for context, you, your character, is a human who was transformed into a Pokemon who lost all of its memories.
1: Oh my like, God! Is this the plot to Detective Pikachu? It's
0: it's it's a little similar. It just takes place in a fantasy world and not uh, Rhyme City. Okay, fair enough. So you got me there. Yeah, you meet you meet up with this uh, Pokemon who is your partner, who is also a fantastic character in their own right, uh, and you know you form an exploration team together. You go off on adventures, uh, explore new lands, things like that, and you know the subplot of the. Or this kind of overarching plot of the time gears being stolen and the um, the flow of time getting out of whack is uh, kind of just starting to build up. So eventually, shit starts hitting the fan. Like you actually like walk into a place where the um, the flow of time has stopped and you see the damage it's doing. So you eventually deduce who's behind it and you go and confront Grovile. and you fight him a few times before he finally spills the beans that. Y- he used to be your character's partner Pokemon. Hmm.
2: What a twist. When you,
0: when you were a human, he used to be your Pokemon partner. What a twist. And, and, he, and he knows this? And he knows this, yes. Uh, I I believe he might not have known... Oh, yeah, he didn't know what happened to you. Okay. But... Once you kind of like finally reveal yourself, like you're, I'm a Pokemon, I had amnesia, I used to be human. He puts the pieces together and he's like, Holy shit. Uh, I, I used to be your partner, Pokemon. Like, you and him, uh, I believe you and him, it, it's been a while. And even though I love this game to death, sometimes the story still gets mixed up in my head. It's foggy, it, it's a little foggy, but. Basically, you two were investigating why this whole flow of time shenanigan was going on when you were uh, attacked. Okay. Uh, by. Uh, basically, you were attacked by Darkrai, who is the main, main, main antagonist of the game. Like, he's behind everything. but He's the true evil man. Yeah, essentially, here's where Grovile's character really starts to shine. Because then you basically team up with him. Now you know who the true villain is well this is even before dark rise reveal there's a like you have to fight dialga who's like rampaging out of control uh, <laughs>
1: of course he is yeah because yeah, you know
0: god, god of time time's falling apart you gotta save the world you know whatever um <laughs> uh, he actually and his and dialga's minion is dust noir that's why i'm going to be talking about him okay so dust noir is also a manipulative a manipulative bi- villain who has been trying who Tried to be, a, who was pretending to be a friend earlier on, but then reveals evil intentions. Yada yada yada, normal villain stuff. So, you and Grovile start to like, you know, you start adventuring with Grovile. Uh, he's he's got your back. You're traveling up to this place called the Temporal Tower to finally put an end to Dialga's rampage, put the time gears back in their place, and just you know, save the world. Um, but eventually. You get ambushed by Dust Noir right before you get up to the tower. And Grovile essentially sacrifices himself uh, to save you guys, uh, you and your partner. It is revealed that you, Dust Noir, and Grovile, along with, I believe, another character, uh, you're all from the future. You are all from a future where the world was frozen in time. Like where uh, the flow of time stopped and the world was basically in paralysis.
1: This is Diogo's fault.
0: Uh, well, it's kind of dark eyes meddling, but yeah, essentially. Um, and you you as a human and Grovile were going back in time to try and fix it uh, using uh, some time travel shenanigans. Um, but that, in your, like process of going from the future to the past that's when Darkrai attacks you and that is when you turn into a pokemon lose all your memories game starts hmm. so essentially uh, like a portal opens up and um dust noir is dust noir is trying to stop you from doing that because if you fix the flow of time in the past all the pokemon in the future will disappear including you including real Vial, including uh Dust Noir.
1: It's like a classic. If you mess with the, messing with the past, affects your future.
0: Yeah, so you will basically all die and go away.
2: Oh well, that's
0: cool. uh, but Grovile is the type of character where he doesn't care. He wants to build a better future for those uh, who will come after him. Uh, I believe I have a quote here actually from him. Oh, Grovile. Eventually, the time will come pulling when I things. What he's pulling heartstrings, man. Eventually the time will come when I'm not here anymore. The important thing isn't how long isn't how long you live your life, it's what you accomplish in it.
1: Man, Grovile said this?
0: Yeah, which is essentially has the same thing from like Mew. if you remember Mewtwo from the first Pokemon movie. It's like it's Great. not what you do, yeah. it's not what you um It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. I feel like that it kind of has the same energy. Pokemon is deep, man.
1: Fucking crazy.
0: But yeah, Grovile pushes Dust Noir into this uh, time vortex that he created uh, and is basically gone. He tells your partner Pokemon, who you've been adventuring with the whole game, to essentially take his place as your partner, to look after you and to just, you know, do what he couldn't do and fix the past. Wow. And then he pushes Dust Noir into the void and then you don't see him again.
1: All this from Dova Jax.
0: Yeah, all this from Dova Jex, but it doesn't end there, and I know I'm very long and rambly, because it's a little hard to explain uh, this character without explaining a game that you haven't even played, but in Explorers of Sky, there is a expansion story where you play as Grovile after he pushes Noir through the temporal vortex. Hmm. You arrive back in the dark future, and Grovile and Dust Noir are not dead. They haven't disappeared. Uh, they're basically in the time... This is basically happening at at the same time as you and your partner are climbing Temporal Tower to put the world back into motion. Okay. So you and Gro... So Grovile... You're now playing as Grovile for the rest of this episode. Grovile and Dust Noir make a temp, temporary truce um, to, you know, venture through and try to survive because... The Sableye, who are also um henchmen of Dialga, are, are after both of you now because Dust Noir failed his mission. So you Adventure with Dust Noir, Grovile kind of explains his view on why he did what he did, because Dust Noir asked why he did what he did if he knew he was going to, you know, die along with the future. And, you know, that's what I that that harkens back to what I told you about him wanting a better future for those uh, who are able to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he kind of like, it seems like he's striking a chord with dust noir, you know? Yep. Uh, dust, dust noir even like kind of puts himself in harm's way to protect Grovile at one point. Uh, but eventually you get double crossed by dust noir again oh. and he, you know, traps Grovile. His whole plan is that he is going to, uh, he uses spear tomb to try and suck the life, the, the consciousness out of, um, um, out of Grovile in this specific place with uh, like these ice pillars that suck your energy away. And he's going to inhabit Grovile's body, go back to the past, and you know, pose as Grovile to get close to the main character and the partner and eliminate him. To stop him from changing to stop him from fixing time, you know, game over. Yeah. Uh, but Grovile Grovile pretty much knew he would be double crossed, or at least that's what he was thinking at first. But Grovile says, even as he's being tortured and his soul is being ripped from his body, he says that he still trusts Dust Noir. He says that in their adventures, he sensed something within him that had truly changed.
1: Like being being good.
0: Yeah, like finding that reason to live. Uh, I remember another quote that Grovile told Dust Noir was something along the lines of, what your actions your spirit can live on in others through the actions that you do for them. Like Rovile said, if I help change the past, those actions will live on in, well, in the main character, in the person you've been playing as, uh, in his partner. And then that s- spirit can be passed on to others through their good deeds. And that's what he tells Dust Noir. And, he's, and eventually, Dust Noir does kind of cave in. He realizes He's right. And he saves Grovile at the last minute. And, you know, they continue on their journey. They reconcile finally and continue up to find future Dialga, who is still rampaging. And he himself is trying to go back to the past to to stop the main character. Also, Grovile has has this really um, interesting relationship with a Celebi, um, who is another character that you meet later on in the game, a shiny Celebi, which is cool. Ooh. Uh, it's basically it's kind of like a romantic relationship uh, in a oh. teasing sort of way. Yeah, this game has a lot of themes going on, but it would appear it is incredibly sad because even even the Sableye he, Grovile manages to turn the Sableye to his side. So <laughs> I just a peacemaker, I know, right? It, it's fantastic, but he's like so smart and cunning. Like he caught on to Dust Noir right away that he was probably going to betray him. But he knew, like, well, two is better than one, and I'll probably just have to watch my back. And then, obviously, the whole trust thing came in, and I already just told you about that. But they mm-hmm. finally make it to this icy mountain peak. I think it was called like the Frozen Peak or something. And they fight Dialga, and they actually win. That's impossible. But it's him, Dust Noir, and, Ce- and they have Celebi. I mean, yeah. it's, po- it's possible. But they beat him, knock him unconscious, and all their bodies start to feel heavy. Oh no! As they were climbing this mountain, you could see the time or the this flow of time start to come back to the future. Like the wind started blowing again, uh, you could just see certain things moving when they used to be petrified. Climbs to this peak, beats Dialga. They're all starting to like collapse, and there's a light enveloping their bodies, and they're all getting heavy. Uh, Dust Noir is laying there and asks Grovile if his spirit. Uh, was shining as he said and Grovao said yes completely absolutely and Dust Noir said because of you I can die without having any regrets boom fades Dance. away and then he runs over to C- Celebi also feeling his effects he runs over to Celebi and holds her in his arms and they both look off into they, they're both looking at this sunrise, the first sunrise that they've ever seen, or at least that Celebi's ever seen since Grove Isle went back to the past. Yeah. And, you know, Celebi just says that she's so happy that she could have shared the last moments with Grove Isle.
1: Damn, what the
0: and hell? Then, and then this is you, Mystery Dungeon? Yeah, this is Mystery Dungeon. And it pans back across, you know, the Sableye. The whole world is shaking and everyone thinks it's going to, you know from their knowledge, it's disappearing because, you know, the past is being corrected. Yeah. Um, but then, fade to white. Everything is quiet. Pan back up to the mountain. None of them, they're all still alive. None of them disappeared. Um, Dialga's back to normal. So he's like, he's all <laughs> cool now. <laughs> like, they're all like, just like, what the hell? What happened? We, we should have, like, faded away. But Dialga says that some higher power must have been in Arceus. effect. I feel like that's what's implied, but the Dialga in the past, because your character disappears when, in the past when you fix time, which is also a very emotional moment, um, but Dialga is able to bring him back. So it could have been past Dialga's actions that brought them all back, but, Dialga, but the future Dialga um, kind of implies that it was Arceus' doing. So now it's kind of like two timelines. Um, because it's because Grovile still can't see, um, you know, his partner again, but you know, all is well in the future, like all the Pokemon are safe. None of them disappeared. He knows that his partner succeeded and he knows that he was able to play a part in helping to save the world. So he walks over to the edge of the peak and he just asks, he hopes that the wind and the light that came back into the future can carry his message to his partner to just tell him that he's alive and that everything finally worked out for them and that he hopes that he's happy.
1: Jesus Christ. And this is then boom, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. This is Pokemon
0: Mystery Dungeon. Jesus. And that is why, after a very, very long explanation, that is why Grovile from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is my favorite video game character of all time.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think after the explanation, it's I can see why.
0: Now some details, as far as like quotes or like maybe some minor sequence of events, might be wrong because again, I haven't played the game in a while, or at least I haven't gotten that far in the game in a while. Yeah. Um. But I decided to do a little bit of research. I watched some cutscenes again. But um, I believe that I that I was able to give you the the gist Main of, gist, yeah. The main gist, uh, the general idea of what Grovile's deal is. So
1: fantastic.
0: I could say a lot of characters from Mystery Dungeon. I could say the main character. I could say the um the partner character like your uh, your Pokemon partner character. Yeah. They don't have names, which is why I'm referring to them as such. But Grovile just really struck a chord uh with me.
1: You struck a chord with me, I don't even played the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um who's, who's two and three for you? Just Oh, two and three? Uh two is probably
0: Dimitri and three is probably Azriel from undertale
1: okay i think my three is probably a pokemon black and white protagonist oh
0: like the original black and white protagonist yeah, yeah. the one that went off with zekrom or Rush yeah right?
1: that's probably my so claude mifa Your, black and white protagonist
0: you think you, you're putting black and white protagonist above n
1: i like him more yeah
0: he beat I mean, him. He's a, he's a better end. I know. It's, I guess it's just like you know. You play as him. It's kind of yeah, like your actions are implied.
1: Yeah, like the same thing with Steve. Like how you how you experience Steve is how you experience Minecraft. So
0: same thought So time. yeah, I agree. So yeah, that is that was a very. I feel like that was a good discussion. We had some good uh, some good talks there. We had a guest. It was yeah. It was it was a good. It was good. That, that was it. Wow. We hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. Yeah, uh, It was very, very insightful looking back on all the, uh, just the past, you know.
1: We'll be back with Meme Dream Team next week. We will be
0: back with Meme. We already have our concept ready. We think you guys are going to really love yep. it. Yep. And on that note, I
1: think, I think that's about everything.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's about everything. So uh, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Uh, yep. We appreciate every single time you guys, uh, you know, hop on over and listen to us ramble.
1: Absolutely. Um, if you're interested, you can follow the Switch It Up podcast page on Twitter at SwitchUpPod. Interested in following either of us? You can follow me at Colby underscore Moore on both Instagram and the Twitter, and you can follow me uh, at Tyler
0: Samsel on Twitter as well. Uh, DM us with any suggestions that you would like for future episodes. I feel Absolutely. like we can Anything. we can say
1: that now. Um, you can follow you can follow Paisley oh yeah at uh at, i think it's at n underscore pays 01 so you type that in instagram yeah. you'll probably find him go uh, check him out he's a cool guy
0: tell him we sent you
1: he's a he's a he's a rad guy so on that note the this has been switched it up we'll talk to you guys later
0: see you later gamers